So last week, uh, I was informed that when black people die and go to heaven, they go through this purification process and God will turn them white like everybody else in heaven. No, no, you're laughing, like, real talk. Uh, when we get to the, the pearly white gates, we, we get some white shoes, a golden halo, white wings, white skin, a white robe. That's probably hooded. And the curse of ham gets lifted. Um, so before I chalk this up to the dumbest thing I had ever heard at a historically white college or university, I decided to ask some questions, because who knows? They might be white. <clears throat> they might be right. So first... Does God turn us white before or after we get to heaven? Like, when we die, does the black skin fall off our white bones? Or do we Michael Jackson moonwalk off our melanin strutting to a lighter shade? Do we remove our black like a coat? Does God hang it on the nearest tree while we all watch and pose for postcards? Is the halo actually a really fine tooth comb that you can't fit on your head if your hair nappy? Do they sell blue magic upon almost cocoa butter at the Angel supermarket or just mayonnaise? Or do we shed our skin to the sound of privilege seeping into our souls? After waking up morning after morning, the streets paved with gold because apparently God just loves gold. Do all these riches we obviously couldn't have afforded in our short lives make the black skin just want to crawl off our bodies? Is this what inheritance feels like? Question two. If everybody white, do anybody clap on beat? Three. Is this what they did to Jesus when he died on the cross? All woolly-haired and whatnot when he looked up and asked God why had he forsaken him? Did God look back down and say, you should have been white? Don't know why you asked to be colored. Why you asked for all that excellence? You know it comes with a cost. No, don't get cross with me, young man. I told you. You hung out with murderers and thieves. You would hang with them too, you know. They're going to call you white after you save them anyway. They will wash you white as snow. Clean you up for the camera, you know. They say good deeds smell just like Clorox bleach and have the same effects. Watch them do you the same way they do history. And honestly, I don't think God would say all that, which is why I was asking the question. Last question, if God turns me white, what will I think about black people? Will I look at them the same way you look at me? If so, to hell with that. That was Jaman, Jamin, let's get Jamin, Jamin Hill. The title of that poem was White Heaven. What up to the twins? What up, twins? Twins Podcast, episode number 24. Before we get into it, I'm going to let my homegirl Becky say something to you, though. All right? Yo, what's good? It's your girl, Becky the Poet, host on the Unspoken Words podcast, released every Thursday. We want to tell your stories behind the words, so we bring you poetry, self-care tips, speak about real-life situations and how we overcame them, a podcast to fill your emotions one day at a time. It's your boy God's Inc. And this is episode number 24 of the Words I Never Said podcast. How y'all feeling, man, on this hump day? Or if it's not a hump day, 
the day y'all listening to this podcast and not a hump day, my bad. If it's like Monday and you like, ah, oh, I thought it's it should be Wednesday, yeah. Nah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for messing up your week already. <laughs> I'm sorry for doing that. My bad. But anyways, thank y'all for tuning in. We at number 24, and I'm going to get right into my rant because it is something that I didn't think it was even possible. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't think this was even a thing. But for the people, for the people that sleep with their socks on, what kind of animal are you? What kind of psychopath monster are you? Like, I'm, I'm about to go on the on the no mustache rant. Like, the, the, for the people that don't have mustache. Like, if you sleep with your socks on, I, you, the only, only explanation is you got hairy feet. Like, you, you have to be used to walking around with all that funk, all that extra heat clinging to your toes. Like, you got to be used to it. Because there's no reason anybody should go to sleep with their socks fully on. Like, if they halfway on, all right, I get it. Because some people, sometimes people get tired, and you know, you can't take the socks all the way off, so you just kind of fall asleep. I've done that before. My socks is, like, halfway off. But it's like they, like, hanging on by the toes. Like, they on the edge of the cliff. You know, you on the cliff hanging on with your, with your fingers. Like, that's how the socks is on my toes at the, at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? But if your socks is up to your ankles... If your tube socks are up to your knees and you sound asleep, nah, 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 because I can only imagine how your feet smell like you've been walking around with socks on all day. I don't even want you to take them off. Like, it's probably some toxic smells. It's probably something that's going to set some kind of alarm off in the house, like a smoke alarm or something. You, you, I don't know what, 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 I don't get it. How is that even possible? Like your feet don't get hot? How are your feet not sweating? How do you not have puddles near the bottom of your legs? How, how, how are you people doing this? If you sleeping with your socks on, you're not human. If you're sleeping with your socks on, I'm, I'm, I'm calling the authorities. I'm calling somebody. Like you need prayer. I'm calling Jesus. I'm calling every pastor I know. Yo, go pray for this woman. Go pray for this man. They are sleeping with their socks on. They are clearly not in the right state of mind. They are clearly under demonic influence. <laughs> and they they need they need an exorcist. There's something seriously wrong with y'all. How are you sleeping with socks on? Huh? Please, if you're one of those people, feel free to inbox me and tell me why on God's green earth are you sleeping with your socks on? Are your feet ugly? Do your feet stink? Do you have corns? Do you have an extra toe? Do you have a... Are you missing a toe? I don't know. Like, what is it? Are you ashamed? What is it? What is it? Please tell me. I won't make fun of you. No, I will make fun of you. But it won't be that bad. If it's like a medical condition or something, I'm not going to make fun of you at all. But if if you just got ugly feet, I'm going to make fun of you. So you probably shouldn't tell me. Stop. Stop sleeping with your socks on. You, you're freaking me out. You're a weirdo. <laughs> Episode number 27? What did I say? 24. We're going to get at it, y'all. Stay tuned. Peace and blessings, creatives. Mike here, host of the Ethically Immoral Podcast. 
reminding you that listening to our podcast is in your best interest and confirming that yes we do offer in-depth interviews with up-and-coming spoken word artists poets and authors as well as live and recorded spoken word performances you can listen to the podcast on all podcast platforms and or visit our website ethicallyamoralpodcast.com all right we back we back we back like mike nah, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna start that again yo we back and um so i'm gonna get right into the instagram question and response section i greatly appreciate y'all interacting with us on the ink magazine web web page uh instagram page um so the question i posed is how often do you write new poems I know personally I don't I don't write them often at all. Like I just have to have that feeling, you know. I gotta I gotta I gotta gotta I gotta have the poetic vibes before I go into it. So starting off, uh sorry, I don't know this. See we always get to these these crazy looking names. Alright. Poetic Disa- oh disaster. I see what you did. You made the three backwards and then not backwards, but you put the three Okay, because a lot of people probably had disaster and then I got you. Poetic disaster, but he spells it that way or she spells it. Whatever. Y'all go see it. Okay, on the page, Ink Magazine, if you if you want to follow this person. Depends. The most in one day has been nine. Then I can go a few weeks without writing anything. Nine? Wow. Nine poems in a day. I, are they, I wonder if they're long poems or if they're short poems because that makes a difference. But that's a lot of poems either way. Uh, thank you for responding. Jareth Edwards always commenting, always showing love. What up, big homie? Y'all check his page out. Jareth underscore Edwards. He says, it all depends. I remember once a few years ago, I wrote 12 poems in three hours, not short ones, long ones. I was like dice that day on a row. Oh, dice on a row, right? Because he always doing that, that wordplay stuff. I was like dice that day. I was on a row. Man, 12 in three hours. Is you trying to set like a Guinness Book of World Records? That's it. I wonder what the if there is a world record for a number of poems written in a certain amount of time you know that's probably something that that you know somebody that likes to write poetry or has a spoken word magazine should check into <clears throat> moving right along thanks for responding big homie jared let me see fear kennedy all one word what up fear she says when inspired short and simple thank you for responding and dotson uh, or oh, sorry, R. Dotson, all one word. When I'm inspired, like every day. When I'm not, I don't at all. Yeah, see, we're in the same boat there. Thanks for responding. Um, let me see here. The Hood Poet, the T H A underscore Hood underscore Poet. As often as God puts a, a good word in my spirit. Amen to that, bro. No doubt, man. You can't write if the word is not in your spirit. Appreciate your response, big homie. Keep doing your thing. Chaz, what up Chaz, Chaz underscore Van Gogh underscore world, typically daily, but I'm also known for taking breaks depending on my level of, of busy, level of busy and or inspiration, my level of busy, come on bro, you know I'm gonna clown you, cause what's a level of busy, do you mean busyness, my level of busyness, how busy I am, because you said it all wrong, <laughs> bro I'm sorry, my bad, I, I'm not like the grammar Nazi, all the time uh moving right along thanks for responding big homie uh her poetic truth what up t much love t um depends on level of inspiration sometimes it's back to back 
sometimes just weeks in between. Yeah, man, we all go on those poetic lapses. Uh, the, the most important thing is that we come back, you know, to that to that pen or that pencil or that computer or tablet, whatever you write with. As long as we come back to it, that's all that matters. Thank you for responding, T. I greatly appreciate your support and your love on a weekly basis. Um, what up, Shea? Shea butters and tears. She be doing her hair and crying. She said it's been weeks, but when I'm inspired almost every other day. Yeah, that's the inspiration is 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 the key to unlocking these poetic words and poems. Um, absolutely. Thank you for responding. Um, let's get some new blood in here. Edward Gillespie 04. He says working on one right now. I do some sort of work every day. That's good, man. You always got that pen and pencil or writing utensil flowing every day. Um, sadly, I don't have it i'm not set up that way for some reason it just ain't with me like that i don't know but i appreciate your response big homie thank you once again um let me see here kiana donay what up key all right so okay this is a long one see she's lengthy like she has a lot to say in her comments and i don't mind reading that much but it's just I trip over words easily when I don't have a memorized. I and that y'all know because I trip over words all the time. Like I just stumble. If I don't have it memorized, I stumble. So be prepared to hear me stumble. <laughs> she says, I used to force my pen into submission. Oh. We're gonna pause in that one. I used to force my pen into submission. Oh. See, I gotta get my mind out of where it don't need to be. Yes, yes, indeed. All right, starting over. Uh, I used to force my pen into submission, get antsy if I wasn't inspired. I've learned that inspiration can come in waves. It ebbs and flows, and I allow it. Sometimes that means I'm writing daily. Other times it might be weeks or months before the flow begins again. I try not to focus on time, but on fostering creativity and openness with the muse. I didn't stumble at all. And that was a great response. Very eloquent. Eloquent? Eloquent. Let's go with eloquent. I don't know if I said that right anyway. But anyways, thank you for responding, Kiana. Um, Y'all, please check out her page. Give her a follow. She's a great poet, a great writer. She has a work out. And I'm truly, truly believing that y'all will appreciate the extra words that she will put on your timeline or pictures whatever she puts anyways thank you for responding let me see okay i'm gonna just read like one more because i'm getting tired <laughs> it's a lie y'all man wild.file. no no no. sorry see I, I messed up again right wild.fire.child underscore all right there are times when words choke their way out of my mouth oh that is very vivid i like that description and i can barely okay they didn't add i said that let me start off there are times when words words choke their way out of my mouth and I can barely hold out my hands to catch their fall. Then some reach and touch the tip of my pen, becoming internalized and the others just mere ghosts. Wow, that's deep. I mourn for the poems that I lose as soon as they are born. I find myself dancing with the ones that I that survive. Oh, that was cold. That was cold. Oh, that's so poetic. Oh, that's probably like the most poetic response I have ever read. Wow. That needs to be a poem. And it's like, it's so much you can take. Becoming eternalized and the others are just mere ghosts. Yo, that is so 
that's so the imagery is just on point ah wow bravo i lost my sound effect thing so i can't do the hand claps if i if i had it i would do the hand claps right now that was amazing i love that response wow.file. i keep saying that wow.fire.child underscore y'all give that person a follow give everybody a follow you deserve a follow you deserve a follow give her a follow give him a follow give everybody a follow and i'm going to follow this beat into the breaking segment and then come back with the main topic because that's what y'all here for right So we back and um, I want to talk about how to deal with rejection as a poet. What do you do when you go on stage and you spit a piece and the crowd ain't really feeling you? What do you do when you submit your work to a publishing company and they say, nah, bro, nah, sis, this ain't it. You know, what do you what do you do when you think you done snapped on a piece right you send it to somebody to listen to it and they be like eh what do you do you quit I know it's a lot of people that get discouraged very easily and that's probably why you're afraid to let your words out you know because you don't it's your it's, it's your work and you don't want that that negative that negative feedback right so you just keep it to yourself and Never knowing what you what you're saying could really help somebody else. You know what I'm saying? But that's 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 in another that's in another another stratosphere. Right now we just talking about dealing with that rejection. You first of all, you have to know that since that gift is in you for you to write, it was in it's in you for a purpose. It's in you for a reason. Like you have that gift for a reason. And so anything that says Y'all, you can't do it Or nah, you trash Like, that's just your mind Playing tricks on you Like the ghetto boys That's your mind playing tricks on you It's trying to get you to not write anymore It's trying to get you to, to close your mouth And not let what you have to say come out So you can heal somebody else through that You know what I'm saying? Um, so the first thing you do is Alright, separate your emotions Remove your emotions from it, right? Yeah, you angry or you hurt. Um, that's going to come. But after you remove your emotions, then you can see clearly. All right, what what, what did I do wrong? Like, what what did I say, <clears throat> say wrong? You know, what, what happened? After your, your emotions are out the way, then you can address the issue. Then you, it's like, let me see. Uh, it's like being a mechanic, right? And your car is breaking down. It's breaking down. You on the side. You, you got cold pacer and you on the side of the road. And it's not, it's not moving no more. As a mechanic, you got to take that joint apart, right? You got to take it apart. And once you take it apart, you can see exactly what's wrong. And so after you see what's wrong, after you have all those parts there and you can pinpoint, all right, that's what I did wrong. You know what I'm saying? I should have did this. I should have ejected more emotion right here. I should have shortened this line right. Like you can think clearly, emotions aside, you can see what you did wrong, and you can learn from it. Uh, secondly, you want to surround yourself with some other poets, right? You, you some other writers, because if you connected to the, if you connected to, um, like somebody that 
a tech a tech guy you know what i'm saying if you connected to somebody that doesn't know the craft then they're not going to be able to 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 mentor you or assist you the right way you know you gotta you gotta birds of a feather feather flock together you gotta surround yourself with the right people you know um that's gonna elevate you that's gonna that that you can learn from and vice versa they can learn from you you know iron sharpens iron so connect yourself with the right people and uh that's going that's going to solve a lot of a lot of a lot of issues you know what i'm saying when you're dealing with rejection cuz poets get we get rejected man i don't i've su- i've submitted stuff to people before and it was like yeah that ain't it that ain't it you know what i'm saying and as much as people say oh you're a dope poet you're this year this and that when you get that rejection it's like whoa all right am i even that good you start doubting yourself like i said earlier you got to fight through that you know what i'm saying cuz those road bumps are gonna come. It's how you it's how you deal with those road bumps. That's really gonna that's really gonna matter the most. Um, so keep that in mind. Also, man, to be real, like it's a humbling thing. You know what I'm saying? Third is like learning that sometimes you can get big headed. Sometimes you can be feeling yourself a little bit too hard, right? And you need that that thump in your head to like bring it, bring come not come down, come down a little bit. Like you you good, but you need to work on this. You need to work on that. Like it's humbling, you know what I'm saying? To get rejected, you know. And if you and if you turn that loss, if you learn something from that loss, then it's really a win. You know what I'm saying? I, don't, I ain't I ain't quoting Jay Z though because <laughs> Nas is the goat, right? But if you if you learn something in defeat, it's a win. It's a win. Me playing chess all the time, like I lose a lot, but I appreciate the losses because I go back and look at those games and I'm like, oh, I did that wrong. I did that wrong. So um, the humility is 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 a necessary thing that you that that most poets need to be equipped with. You know what I'm saying? And to be real, (laughs) I mean, a lot of poets, man, we we need to be humble. Like we'd be around and we really feeling ourselves, you know, we go to the open mic and we like all bow down before me when I get on the stage. You know what I'm saying? Like we ain't saying that verbally, but we thinking that because of the amount of hand claps we've gotten in the past or the accolades that we have or the, you know, things different, different things like that, that help culminate our experience. But sometimes we need to hear that no so we can come back down to earth. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we need to catch them L's. So we can come back down to earth and, and, and see how things really are. You know what I'm saying? And so it works. It works for us. You know what I'm saying? When that rejection comes in and then, you know, we, we get knocked upside the head. And now all of a sudden we back where we need to be. You know, it's this. The rejection has it can work for us in so many ways. And if you just focus on the negative aspect of it, you know, you you might not get up again. You know what I'm saying? You you might develop a hater a hateration spirit you know what i'm saying shout out to mary J. where you just hating on everybody you don't want nobody nobody to nobody to succeed because you didn't you don't you don't want nobody to get that nod because you didn't you know what i'm saying and now you and now you upset when somebody else does get it you know and that that bitterness starts to develop and it's just ugly from there you know what i'm saying bitterness is you think you you hurting other people when actually in, in actuality you hurting yourself you know what I'm saying? You, you, it's all, it's all, cause that person that won and that person that you bitter at for winning, they don't care. They live in their life. They enjoying the fruits of their wins. 
You know what I'm saying? While you're just sitting there bitter because of your failures. That's not how to live life, man. That's not the, not a good way to live life. You got to show love and you'll receive love. And you keep pushing through. And that rejection is going to turn into a, an exception. You know what I'm saying? There's not a poetic way for me. Well, it probably is, but I can't. I, I'm really not one to think on my feet. That's why I'm trash at freestyling. Because <laughs> I can't. I just can't put stuff together out, out out of thin air. But there is some poetic, some poetic uh, uh, moral there. I just can't put it together. But we gotta keep pushing. You know what I'm saying? Just keep pushing. That's 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 the end of the story. Keep pushing. No matter who says no. No matter how many times they say no. No matter how many times people say your work is not good enough. You just keep pushing. Cause if you know you're a writer, if you know you're a poet, and you know that's in you. And you'll know, trust me, you'll know. Because no matter how how, how many times you try to get rid of it, it's always going to come back to you. What's that What's that saying? If you love something, let it go. And it come back to you, that means it's yours. I've let poetry go so many times, but she always come right back. And I always come right back. You know what I'm saying? It's in you. If it's in you, it's in you. So, just get better. Surround yourself with the right people. Um, and 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 grow from all, all the mistakes and all the failures that you have. Right? That's the name of the game. Don't let it be the words you never said. Let it be the words you always say. But not too much, because nobody likes it. Nobody likes a chatterbox. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm going to come back with the shout outs. All this encouraging in some kind of way. Um, and then I'm going to let y'all get on with the rest of y'all day or evening or morning or whenever whenever you listen into this. All right? All right. Drum roll, please. I really need my, my sound effects back because that was trash. That was trash. Anyways, the Ink Magazine drops today. If you're listening on September 16th, it drops today. And if it's after the 16th, then it's out. Go to the Ink Magazine's page on Instagram. Click on the link and you will be able to read the newest issue with Moody Black featuring. We also got Cypher Tuesdays, the open mic spotlight. We also bring in Langston Hughes from the grave. And he's going to sit down and talk with us for a little bit. Y'all want to talk to Langston Hughes? Y'all want to see what he's talking about? Of course y'all do. He is like the, the the godfather of the Harlem Renaissance. Why wouldn't you want to hear what he got to say, right? And then we got a little game show. Uh, I don't want to say little little game show. I don't mean little. Like, like you know, to belittle, little. That's not what I meant. We got the dope. I'm going to say it over. We got the dope. We got the livest spoken word game show. The Pop Poets Lounge. Our, our friend, our partner. Not kill poetry. Y'all check him out on Saturdays. I believe the next show is the 26th. Y'all check him out on the 26th. This is before the 26th. Y'all check it out on the 26th. If it's after, go on the Podbean app, app and click on the Pod Poets Lounge and listen to the episode from the 26th or the 12th or whatever months and days he has on that show already uploaded. Y'all, y'all stay tuned to that. It's a great show, um, but yeah, you play that. You can. Well, I don't even remember what I was saying. You play, play along in the game with the game show, and also we got the scavenger hunt popping off. Yeah, there is a little icon on the cover. If you find that icon in the issue, it is in the issue. I double, triple check to make sure it's in the issue. If you find it, 
first one to inbox the Ink Magazine on Instagram or Facebook, they get some free promotion. You know what I'm saying? And we gonna discuss what kind of promotion that becomes. All right? We just want y'all to read. We want y'all to have fun. We want y'all to love spoken word. We want y'all to love open mics. We want y'all to love spitting that hot fire like Dylon. We want we want you to do all that. All right? Y'all stay tuned, man. We got great things. We got great things coming up. Shout out to Mike on the Ethically Immoral Podcast. Shout out to Becky on the Unspoken Words Podcast. We linking up. We doing some great things. And um, y'all stay tuned, man. Subscribe, of course. And I think that's it. Is that it? Yes, sir. That's it. Y'all enjoy the rest of y'all day, morning, evening, night. And uh, stay safe. And as always, as always... Stop sleeping with your socks on because your feet hairy, your feet stank, they ugly and they dirty and they they musty. You got musty feet. Like, how can you sleep with your socks on? Like, you just, you got hairy feet. That's just it. You Bigfoot. I found Bigfoot, y'all, and, and they listening to this podcast. Holla. Oh, but, but, but wash your, wash your feel the hands too. I had to, had to say that part. <laughs>